0: As loyal listeners already know, and disloyal I might be shocked to learn, recently, I went an hour without reading the newspapers, watching cable news, or consuming news from any news source on any media and any device, including my phone. Maybe shocked is too extreme a word until you learn I'm a news junkie. And for me, to go an hour without news, I imagine, would be like Kicking heroin for a lifetime might seem like not drinking chamomile tea for one second. I hope this makes sense. I'm Tom Saunders. I'm getting through this in Los Angeles. And in the process, I'm trying to explain what it's like to go without news for me and in the process i sometimes make unusually long and complex similes and i fear what will happen to the rest of this podcast if it turns out on close examination that the simile doesn't add up i i hope it does scott i i hope it adds up
1: uh, i'm scott lakeman of brooklyn new york and uh uh and like you tommy i'm a news junkie uh but i have not watched cable news for many Many months. Oh, <laughs> oh <that's> I <incredible. laughs> it's never happened before. I can't, I can't be. be. Uh, by the way, the, the favorite part of the podcast is when we do shocked murmurings, uh, which, yeah. which you just heard. And a lot of people think, uh, by the way, uh, that's Tommy and I doing it. No, we bring in character actors socially distanced uh, to, to do that. But a little more on that later. You know, Tommy, I, all I do for news, I, I watch the 6.30 p.m. NBC mm-hmm. Nightly News for an overview. Of the day's events. And then every day I read the New York Times print edition as well as online during the day. So that's so I get 100% of the news with only 50% of the anxiety.
0: Wow, that's, you
1: can't beat that math. Now,
0: Scotty, I watch the NBC nightly news too, but I also read three daily papers and watch three cable news channels for about 12 hours a day. Isn't this
1: normal? Well, it, it depends on how much you sleep so you'd have to give me that and also your body uh, mass ratio i'd have to know that oh oh, yeah.
0: oh okay well so in other so in other words uh, I, I, if it's all right i'd like to give you that information uh, away from the podcast oh
1: no it's under yeah, of course yes
0: um, just but but you're saying that it is possible that if i have the right body mass ratio and and, and sleep habits that it would be normal to, to consume 12 hours a day of cable news.
1: Well, you know, here at Three getting through papers,
0: this yeah. and also constantly look at your phone.
1: Well, you know, here at getting through this, we shy away from turns out what is normal and what is the new normal that changes every day. All I can tell you, Tommy, is that to me, cable news and believe me, I have spent many years where I was glued to cable news, too. I was even glued to CNBC business news, even though I had no money. So that's even more absurd. But. But, you know, cable news is designed to make you keep watching all day. And I don't. it's a business. I mean, everything is breaking news because they say it's breaking news and it's designed to outrage you. And when you're outraged, you can't stop watching because you need more outrage to fuel your outrage. Now, contrast that, Tommy. And I'm always we've talked on the show about the joy of the printed newspaper, because to me, the analogy is a printed newspaper is a calm. Let's say a calm guy. Smoking a pipe with his legs propped up on the desk saying, Here, son, why don't you settle back in a lazy boy easy chair and read about what makes this wacky world go round? And while you're at it, feel free to eat an overstuffed sandwich and enjoy some piping hot coffee whether you leisurely <laughs> turn the pages. <laughs> now, how can you resist that image, Tommy? And uh that's, right. so that's what comes So, so me where come.
0: cable news is some guy saying, Hey, hey. Hey buddy, don't sit on that stool. That's that's for somebody else. Just stand over here and I'll tell you what's going on. Right? Well,
1: it's grabbing it.
0: It's always uh, and again they wonder they, they do... It's not like that guy who says, Hey, I'm smoking a pipe with my legs propped up on the desk and
1: here's son. What you know, it's not no, that it's not that at all. It's very urgent. They grab you are grabbing you by the I don't know why people grab you by the collar. Like, why is that the most right. effective? First of all, what if you're not wearing a collared shirt? Are you being disrespectful? So the guy yeah, you would, are would you want are. to grab you by a collar and you chose not to wear one. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, uh
0: well in a way you're sticking it to the man. Yeah. Every time you don't wear a collar because they, they they can't grab you then. And, and then they're stuck. Then yeah. what do they do? Yeah. Uh and what
1: is the, the man collared do? shirt? Uh, and by the way, we when we talk about this, we mean in a nonviolent way where maybe somebody might, hey, come on, you know, not we are not uh but a collared shirt is always that symbol of come on, you, you know, what in the dining room, collared shirt. A little bit only. more
0: respect. Yeah. A little bit more respect. I guess so. i show bit... up in a collarless shirt. Yeah. It's like a slap in the face to whoever you're looking at really in a way, isn't it? I mean, well, that's what we're, maybe I'm to going too far. I'm wearing a collarless shirt right now, but nobody's present in this room with me and nobody can see me. Uh, but I, I, I I would feel like I was insulting anybody if I do. You, well, is, is that right? Is that how normal? I, it's normal to feel
1: the way, Tommy. I'm glad you brought it up. And that's one of the things we need structurally. We need to change in this country that the collared, uh, lo, collared, colorless shirt person, male or female or in between, uh, or both, uh, needs to feel that a colorless shirt is fine. I'm going to be quite honest with you, Tommy. I was not planning to say this, but I was yeah. just outside before the show, my usual pre-show walk. And, I yeah. strode outside with my mask and my <laughs> you strode strode very purposefully, My head held high, uh, <laughs> with a t-shirt, which, as you know by definition, is a yeah. collarless shirt and short. Yes, so, it is. Uh, did I offend anyone? Maybe, but to me, <laughs> I did the right thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that's the thing. If to you you did the right thing, then you cannot do the wrong thing. I don't know who said that, and uh, um, but I think, but I truly hope that it's chiseled in stone because uh that if you think you're doing the right thing even if you're doing the wrong thing who's to judge you know what about that well
1: you need to feel good about yourself and i say this is saturday a day of rest for some and tomorrow you know weekends are a. I love the weekend section of the wall street journal i i don't agree with their editorials but the weekend section which you get every you read the journal every day as do I uh so we need to relax as I, a good friend uh we'll talk about it in just a moment about another topic but uh, when we spoke this morning was saying how anxious she was about all the news and I know all the news but we it's not healthy for us to be in a constant state of anxiety and panic and doom and gloom maybe gloom for two hours a day but no doom yeah, I would say yeah. Say that's that. That, that's it, the That's a problem. They combine the. They two do. Things yeah, that's
0: the and thing. And they just go like a little gloom. That's you know that's not going to hurt you. No, but you you put the doom and the gloom together, and buddy, you got a recipe for depression, <laughs> and 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 all the uh, attendant maladies that come with it. Um, I I actually am saying, hey, how about getting rid of doom and gloom? I wouldn't say defund it because I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that the doom and gloom industry deserves to to not get as much money as they're getting right now. Um, and and then and then I have to ask the question, Scotty. And, I, and and you said you're being very honest. I'm inspired by that. I'm going to be very honest too in this moment. Yeah. Um. I don't even know anybody and, and, and you know how people we, we say we we say we don't know anybody of a different ethnicity or religion and so on you know it, do you know do you have any friends who are who are... i don't have any friends who are in the gloom and doom industry per se uh, so i i feel funny about um criticizing those people who that's
1: what they do for a living well I'm I, just saying. yeah i don't know any professional doom and gloomers i would say but i do yeah you don't either not professionally you don't either there are people who dabble in it on amateur level and yeah. Oh, those people. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And so, but I'm talking about the guys who figured out how to make money off of doom and gloom, those And there are people like that. If you think about it, right. I mean, uh, they're, they're in the news business really, if you think about it, Scotty. Well, the
1: worst aspects of that is yeah. People don't, I think even in, in the the latest, uh, what we're going through now, I mean, certainly there's been, various negative aspects but to me overwhelmingly these have been peaceful protests but for whatever point you're trying to prove it's somehow more dramatic to show buildings in, on fire and all that it's not as good television to show people marching uh you know so i i think but not to you know the believe me uh, the news business is way way down in terms of uh egregious because uh, especially because the president calls him the enemy of the people so but yes there are negative people just in everyday life who probably get lobbied by the doom and gloom industry and that needs to stop but i think getting back to your first point let's vow from this day forward separate doom and gloom you get a little gloom maybe when your sports team when that starts up again a a little gloom fine but doom is too fatalistic so i would my proposal and then we'll Leave it there. I think I would say, and maybe I'll get a lot of blowback. I would, I would vow to get rid of doom, literally to fund and but keep gloom, uh, only because you could having some gloom will at least be a nice counterpart to yeah. Doom but doom, don't have gloom. doom,
0: Scotty. Doom is the end. That's like that's uh, it's over. Gloom is just uh, it's it's not being hopeful. It's right. being the opposite of hope. Exactly. That's why I say Glo- doom yeah. is. The end of everything scotty i think oh my god wow i was it's so funny i wasn't sure where you were going with this i was and i and i'm gonna say it right now i was nervous i was sweating i didn't know if this was going to result in the kind of this this this, uh point you were making was going to result in the kind of well i don't like to use the word trenchant just because a lot of people don't know what it means but (laughs) i but i think you've hit on something that was that's trenchant scotty and, and um, I don't use that word very often. Uh, uh, do do you, Can you even remember the last time I used the word? I, I don't
1: think, I think you may be alluded to that you might be using it at some point. I planned but... to use it at, yeah. for a
0: while. I let yeah. people know that I was going to use the word trenchant and I usually give it a, a couple of weeks notice. I didn't this time.
1: Yeah. I didn't no, and, know and...
0: I was going to use that word until you said what you just said. And well, now... Um, th- yeah yeah i'm glad
1: i inspire that well you did scotty and uh there's certain words i think that i've never uttered publicly that i have on this uh, podcast not today's but in general i think that's a wonderful thing that helps us get through uh get through these days and uh you know again as you we were talking before the show again as we always say in our lavishly catered uh, green room uh (laughs) there are many things going on and but again you know, we acknowledge and reflect what's going on in the world, yet there are everyday <laughs> things that are with us and topics. But some people I say, why are you talking about this again? Yeah, because some topics don't go away. And they no, and, they don't. And we'll always return to them. And
0: and 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 that's because also they're they're on the um, they're marching across the, the news uh um, news parade is that the is that an a expression marching across the news it sounds parade
1: like a, a documentary a newsreel <laughs> news parade Fun news from boxing <laughs> across
0: the, And it's also yeah. it doesn't really make sense because is the parade marching or are you marching across it and stopping the parade? You,
1: you know, that's my yeah. problem with that expression. But well, by the way, let's bring back newsreels because yes. you know they people a lot of people don't know there aren't news junkies like us. They no. don't follow the news. And I by the way, I don't think anyone has an excuse. Obviously, <laughs> many people work all the all day and and they, they don't have a lot of free time. But people should. You know, take a few minutes and see what's going on. But a newsreel when movie theaters open up again would be glorious. I would love, and with the same, bring back to life or an imitation of The Voice. Who are the great? Uh, well, uh, uh,
0: something Clangborn. Oh, Cl-
1: uh, Yeah, Clang- Clangborn or something. <laughs> something yeah, Clangborn. The, I think that was his that,
0: first name was something.
1: Something Clang. Yeah, yeah, those names don't exist. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, and, uh, Jason Clang... not Jason. Jason. Uh, but anyway. He, he yes with a with a with a voice and then the german army was thrown back as stalin's mighty forces rose up you know <laughs> and, uh, i i'm doing a the you know you you, you get the idea
1: oh yeah yeah i right? know and, uh, uh, and, and but i think people you know learn and it was uh um i tried looking well, it up i don't know But anyway, but but actually,
0: that was more. um, It wasn't news in the. It was news, and it and it. it, uh, Lowell Thomas, I think, was also Lowell Thomas did some voices, and and uh, it was. It's interesting because that was very shaped by um, editorial opinion of the time. so it was something like a kind of a populist propaganda you might say not propaganda coming from the top from the government but from coming down up from hollywood and 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 a populist kind of message hollywood was always trying to be popular and still is it's yeah. always wants to be popular it wants lots of people to like what it's doing right whereas the academic world doesn't yeah. and um and so well scotty i don't know that's uh Well, again, so I I didn't know we were going to talk about uh, old newsreels and 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 uh, go off on on what really is a graduate level discourse on on the news. Now, it's funny because you you being a um, having been a student at one of the finest schools of journalism in uh, in the country at at Northwestern, the Medill School of Journalism named after Joseph Medill, Scotty. Yes. The uh, published newspaper of, man, a, a newspaperman of, of the Chicago Tribune, which was horrifically bad at at manipulating news to uh, to uh, put forward a very arch conservative point of view.
1: Um, well, that is interesting. Ironic. that no i heard people And now. I think it's certainly come around from that. I subscribe to the Chicago Tribune for one of my many newspapers were for a dollar. Uh, for six months or a year. Uh, they seem to have gotten a lot better, but that is- Oh, they have,
0: they have. Yeah. Even my father wound up writing the Tribune in his, you know, in the, his last days. Uh, and he was always a died in the wool sometimes guy. Yeah, the Tribune, uh, the Chicago Tribune, and I, I think this is um, of relevance to all people everywhere. I, uh, it was the Fox News of its day. And it was very powerful and um, and and it was all and it often did a did a it, it did very good look it was very very rich it was the biggest paper in Chicago by far
1: what well, a glorious building that only recently they moved out of the, f- the fabled Tribune tower
0: yes which uh, uh, it, it, uh, uh, oh, oh my god it was it, they have massive buildings printing presses around the city and now it's it's yeah it's it's a it's a a um, puny little um, skeletal remains of its former self. I hope I don't frighten people. Skeletons are are frightening and I don't I don't like to bring up skeletons in general. Yeah. I mean, even, during, the, even during Halloween yeah. I don't like to bring up skeletons Yeah, there's
1: never it's never like a good time to bring up skeletons. <laughs> like and I and I and I agree. Halloween is like, oh that now that's why you have a skeleton there's never like, oh it's a cute there's no cute skeleton. It's no. just it's a skeleton. There's no, no. you can't spin it. So uh, that's another thing we, you know, we put forth, and this is something we never intended to do in the course of talking about large and small issues. They're all large, but, uh, you know, but uh, we propose things and really let's diminish the use of skeletons in everyday life. Yeah, I I agree. What the one thing about it is I was
0: fearing. And this is kind of funny because skeletons are something that people fear anyway, but I was fearing as I was talking about the Chicago Tribune, I, I felt like I was lumbering down. A, 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 an old, Somehow, I, I couldn't stop talking about the Chicago Tribune, <laughs> uh, and it was you know you talk about nightmares, Scotty. Uh, <laughs> this was this was a living nightmare, right? right? What what I was going through, and I was like, I, and I was thinking, I, I didn't I didn't expect I was going to ca- talk about the a, 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 a newspaper uh in chicago today and 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 i don't i don't have anything prepared for it really and here i am talking about it and suddenly we hit, uh, 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 i came up with the idea scotty i don't know where it came from but i came up with the idea of talking about how the newspaper is a skeleton of its former self only mm-hmm. then did i realize i had to use the word skeleton to make that i that idea work only then was that, but that was my key out of, that was my way out of the Tribune, uh, Well,
1: I think maybe, but maybe in a sense, you had to go through talking <laughs> about the Tribune to get to Skelton, that process, that journey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, a, and it was only a I, minute, I look really. at that and
0: I think, yeah. did that just happen? Did, that, did I just have that adventure? Did I just, I mean, and I feel differently now. I hope you do.
1: Oh, absolutely. And our listeners, most especially. Oh, well. And uh, so we do that. And again, the Tribune, uh, yeah, it, it's still there. and We love it. And I remember at Northwestern, at Medill, uh, we had to remake the cover, re- a, a new design for the cover of the Chicago Sun-Times. I'm going to look for it. But uh, I remember doing that. And, and, and I love Chicago journalism. I still do. And the great uh, Mike Royko and, and um, oh, uh, uh, Green. Um, Bob Green? Bob Green of these fabled columnists who really were... So it's a great town. But, you know, uh, many great things about Chicago. We hope to get back there as soon as possible. But one thing that's also uh, on my mind Mm and um, our minds, and we talked about it the other day, but the thing is, there's always more to say. And (laughs) as our loyal, and again, the disloyal listeners that you bring up, Tommy, we haven't figured out what to do with them. And we always, I say, being the guy who always says, you know, I hope I think well of everyone. I think disloyal loyal listeners are valuable too. Uh, you, you You know, you, you,
0: you know you, you're amazing in yeah. that way. And I, 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 you know, this is kind of funny. Like you know, we talk about prizes, and we and we talk about what we don't talk about enough are the statues that should be built in the honor of the people who do the great things. What you just said, what you, you you're you're, you know, there's no. Outside of the Catholic Church, there's no such thing as saints, right? But what would you call you, given that you just, you, you, uh, your attitude toward disloyal listeners, uh, your open arms, you know, Francis of yeah. Assisi almost. That's what well, I think of, Francis of Assisi.
1: Well, and I'm Jewish, but that's a beautiful Jewish. point that that's we my embrace. Point. That's my saints, point. or who of all, of all whatever every religion, uh, and and so uh, I model myself after the saints, but also after um, uh, other people. But I just try, I don't think of you know getting a name, getting a statue. No, Although you I don't. Do think, that's what no, it, that's, don't.
0: you've never, Scotty. And I've known you for 30, 40 years. I'm not even sure yeah. how long anymore.
1: At least forty years. At least yeah. forty
0: years. Uh, you've never never have you said, Tom, you know, even in a funny kind of casual way, hey, do you think you could put my name in for sainthood? You've never said that to me. Not, not that I could do that either. I'm not even sure yeah. that I have that. You know, I, I grew up, I'm not a Catholic either. And I, so I don't know what my, you know, how I'm going to be able to facilitate your, your become. but you never said that. That's the point. You never, ever did you try to... You know, put your arm around me and say, "Hey, buddy." You know, this back <laughs> you could do stuff like
1: that. Hey, yeah. buddy, what?
0: How you doing on that making me a saint uh, project?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, know, well, that's true. Tom you, you never did. No, and no. Another thing I never did uh, was was say, "Hey, uh, I know you know some people in the statue making business. <laughs> what what would it take to get one put up with me? I've never you said never. that. And actually, though, Tommy, this triggered a, uh, triggered. But I'm thinking. I agree with those, especially now that yeah. there's statues that should come down. I mean, right. you know, they the, the were bad people. Bad. I used to say, well, we need to learn about it. No, take the statue down. But what we need to do, though, as we take them down, the bad ones, let's have good ones ready to replace. Yeah.
0: Let's not just take them down and leave nothing.
1: Oh, no, because then you have this space that's, you know, yeah. maybe you could put it in a picnic area. But but uh, I would think that no, that would be the saddest
0: people. thing to put a picnic table.
1: <laughs> yeah. because <laughs> That would be like a statue. To obesity, really? <laughs> I, I mean, but, uh, you know.
0: uh, no. So, who is the statue? You know, I. It's funny, Scotty. I, may, maybe did you have in mind somebody? Because I. Well, no. I. Well, I'm suggest- certainly
1: not suggesting uh, me, but I am suggesting oh, we should have that conversation oh, no, no, no. going not, forward. That is about amazing. who the. I,
0: I was thinking that you were going to suggest you, and you didn't. That was. That that that. You know, how many people you would say, uh, well, who, you know, who, who when anybody brings up statues, it's like an actor bringing up a character and a, it's always about the, the character they're going to play. Most people, when they talk to me about statues, when they say, hey, Tom, let's talk about let's have a conversation about statues. It always turns out they want one built of themselves. You're saying, no, that's not your that's not your chief concern
1: right now. No, no. I say we should start thinking about people. And there are many, many, I stand on the shoulders of those who have come before me in the podcast world and the world in general at large. So, uh, uh, but I think there's many people we should have statues. To, maybe a revolving, you know, now you can do LED statues too. It doesn't have to be one yeah. thing. You can just kind of change it up. and. Um, well, printing be,
0: also uh, 3D printers, I think will be. Yeah. When you get a big enough 3D printer, you just plunk it down the middle of the town square, turn it on. And pretty soon you've got a. 80 foot statue of scott blakeman looking off yep. into the future and and this is how <laughs> i see the statue i definitely see it 80 foot ho- tall i don't see going less than 80 feet i don't see what's the point right <laughs> so and you're standing there and you're in a suit right scotty but with uh with no, open tie. With, listen no tie. to me. listen to me yeah. with no tie yeah. good and yeah it's all iron made out of iron right but, yeah and, and you're peering off into the distance like Stalin did in all of his statues, but you have a hand on a, 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 a you have that, you're, you're a hand on a young woman mm. who's, who you're helping to bring up in the,
1: yes. in the world. Well, for the children and you know, she represents children, she represents general, children and, and young
0: women and yeah. yes. women in their twenties. <laughs>
1: well, I, you know, I, uh, you know, as much as, uh, uh, you know, I think then we get into some who might be, find that objectionable in some way. So uh, I would rather have eight uh, and nine year old, a boy and a girl, both hands, <laughs> looking forward to the future, saying, this is for you. This is for your future. <laughs> so and I don't uh,
0: think the, the young woman, the young random woman in her 20s rising up from her, that you're I mean, helping her. No, no, I, I I see what you're saying. I just want to make yeah. it clear because... That means that we don't do a young, and that's a big deal. Because when I tell them, don't do a big statue, you know, that turn it into boy and a girl, then they come back at me and go, What? I thought it was sp- supposed to be a 22 yeah. so she's the, uh, the way they saw it, Scotty, is that you're standing on the shoulders of a 22 year old woman. And I'm like, No, I'm pretty sure that's not what Scott had in mind about. No,
1: no. And that would be unsettling to people. And I mean, standing on anybody's shoulders, it's a nice, image but not to really visualize it anyway so uh yeah i think that's what people are saying but no mine would be just but again i'm not we don't look for statues we do look for awards but we don't solicit or no no
0: but if we do if people do make a statue of us let's not have it of scott blakeman standing on the shoulders of of a 22 year old woman who is she by the way and, and, right. And, right. not no, that's that's I think that is you do want to make that clear.
1: No, my my statue, and again I'm not pushing for it, <laughs> me, an eight, eight, nine-year-old boy and a girl, hand on the shoulders, we're all looking forward to a brighter future. And that's, <laughs> so I'm just planting that. If right. time, if somebody goes, oh, we like you the statue, oh okay, that's what he wanted, that's the template. Until we go <laughs> But the question, Tommy, is yeah. bringing it to the present. Right? What I want a statue now with mm. my hair looking like it does. Oh my in god! Nineteen seventy-six. I wondered See, it when we would ever get to that topic, Scott. Well, we, you know, well because we have so many things, we never so run right out of things. of things. But, but the haircut thing, our loyal and disloyal listeners know that we've talked about it uh, many times a couple days ago, and we I was regaled by your story a couple of days about your own uh, heroic self. Haircut. Yeah, well, it turned out very well, and you're it, feeling it's still, good about it's it. Still
0: very. It still hasn't fully grown back, and that's that's go, that's two days ago. So two days that's ago, that's a pretty huh? good haircut if you, if you can do it that permanent. I'm hoping that it's permanent. I'm hoping that I that I won't have to do a haircut again.
1: Well, they don't know the immunity yet you know, from from hair growing. They haven't figured yeah, that out. Yeah, that's what so. I'm
0: counting on. Like, they don't know that maybe maybe it will, maybe it will. Anyway, go, go ahead. I, I, I'm just hoping that's my last haircut, but go ahead. What,
1: well, I'm glad I checked on you there, and I admire the fact you did. And as, as I alluded to two days ago, here's the, new, the breaking news on this. Yeah. As, as our listeners know, two days ago, I believe, or whenever you heard it, because we mm-hmm. encourage you to listen whenever you want, I said that New York, I believe, June 22nd, uh, barbers would be opening up. And he, even though our friend and friend of the show, Betsy Dell offered to cut my hair and she's an excellent amateur uh, hair cutter, uh, I thought, you know what? I've waited this long. Let me wait till June 22nd for my friend Ali who will cut mm-hmm. my hair and, and all that. Now it has been announced that the earliest will be early July. Oh, my goodness. So that uh, is a hair-raising uh, <laughs> uh, experience to think about. Well, so the question is, Tommy, as you're asking, do I stay loyal to Ali and resist the temptation of having my lock sheared from our friend Betsy. Uh, but then, if I'm dissing Betsy's amateur barber skills, is that yeah. less important than showing loyalty right. about loyalty to Ali, a man who's devoted his life to cutting hair. Yeah. And then most importantly, I guess, <laughs> yeah, if Betsy and her best intentions creates a haircut that requires a great deal of revision and reshaping by Ali, that means I will be in that chair much longer. And without saying the word, uh, is more anxiety, let's say, going yep. back and yep. sitting in that position. So <clears throat> these these are the new uh, nightmares we worry about. I, I mean, by the way, I had one of my anxiety, uh, the new normal dreams last night where I was waiting with a big crowd to get on a bus that was going to be very crowded. Then I realized my mask wasn't on. And why was I going on a crowded bus anyway? And then I walked away and I woke up and I was so relieved. So, uh, you know,
0: uh, uh, I... Uh, <laughs> Yikes is what I say to that. Uh, a lot
1: to drill down. You, you put
0: that. a bunch on, 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 on the plate. Uh, I don't know which, which, which uh, side dish to dig into first. The, the fact that, that, that you fear that um, Betsy Cadell's haircut, who she's offered to do this by the way, I think. Yes, for free. She gets free, points yeah. to th- that. She, oh yes.
1: For free. And She's, she's done not- a very good job with her husband and, and son. Uh, so in the world of amateur right. barbers, I'm sure she would do a very good job.
0: Yes. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I was just thinking, like uh, uh, back in the 1930s, um, if you, <laughs> if you met a barber who who's you know he he, he does a very good job, he's Mo, Mo's hair cutter. Uh, he's <laughs> Mo's barber. Um, you know, I I. I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just think of of uh, the time uh, my <laughs> sister in law cut my hair and I looked like Mo. That's all. Mm. And uh, I don't Mo know. Mo of the
1: uh, Three Stooges for those. Moe of the
0: Three Stooges. Yeah. When I say Mo, I assume everybody knew. No. I would, who I would is. hope
1: so. But for thousand years from now, as we talk about, maybe it was one or two. Yeah.
0: No. No. You're right. You're right. There may be a thousand years from now a few people who don't know who Mo is. You're absolutely right, Scotty. There's so much that you gave us. It's almost like a tease for the next show. I, I, I don't know how we could. We, these are things we have to have a conversation on.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you we know? never stop. And we, you know, this is one continuous conversation we have. You only get to hear a half hour of it, although hopefully that'll expand and, and all that. But yes, because why have this thought of, oh, we talked, you know, some people get uh, irritated and go, we talked about that already? Yeah. You, know, you brought that up, right. You said that already. We say, Tommy and I, what's wrong with saying it already? Because there's always more to say. No, we
0: we return to topics, just as all news shows, they they return to whatever is the overriding topic. So people will say, oh, uh, you guys, uh, you talked about uh, hair three weeks ago. (laughs) No, you guys, you, you, you have to understand Hair cutting, especially in these times, is going to be. It's not going away. Your hair is growing as we speak. It's yes. not stopped growing. I wish I could stop it. I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> I wish somebody could come to your, to to you, and just put their hands on their on your hair and just stop it from growing. I don't know if that's the most sensible, feasible solution, Scott. Right, but we can situation. say that.
1: And let me just say this to wrap up. Uh, it has been proven that hydroxychloroquine has no effect uh, in, in, in preventing your hair from growing. Even if someone tells you, you should start taking it for that. And by the way, it's only, you should only take it in a hospital or clinic, uh, clinical trial setting. But uh, no, I'm happy. But it's a, again, it, there's much more to discuss with this. You're going to have uh,
0: to end this thing. I can't end this. You're going well, to have to. Well, no, you're right. Country.
1: I put it out there. And all I can I, say is uh, I admire what, you're, what you did, Tommy, taking your hair into your own hands and clippers. And will I be doing that? We'll Not see. personally. Will someone else do it other than Ali? We don't know. I can't say for sure. But tune in tomorrow for more of this and everything else. And uh, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman.
0: I'm always Tom Saunders. And we are getting through this.